0: Welcome to the Essence of Yoga podcast. I'm your host, Emily Perry, and we're back for our next season of yoga. So, thank you so much for joining me here today. I did want to t- talk to you a little bit today about um Lakshmi. So, she's going to be one of our first um goddesses in the upcoming goddess series here on the podcast. So, I thought I'd riff a little bit about Lakshmi and the ways in which um, we work with Lakshmi in my teaching and also in my personal practice and um, my yoga life. So, let's dive in. You'll often hear her associated with money and financial wealth, but she's a lot more than that. Lakshmi, you all often see um, images of her, and she's often standing on a lotus, um, beautifully adorned often wearing red um, and she's very vibrant in terms of like her skin is really luminous and she's got this really classical sense of beauty about her in that physical form that you often see. She has four arms and in two of her hands often she's carrying a lotus flower in full bloom, like in its full abundance. Um, and then often in one hand she'll have a um, like her fingertips pointing down and there's just like gold coins spilling out from her, um, from her hand, just a sweet little offering of full abundance, right? And the thing I love about Lakshmi is that she's, she's really this um, way in which we can really walk in beauty ourselves. So if we can align ourselves with her energy, we start to step into this sense of fluid grace in our own lives Lakshmi is associated usually with the heart chakra anahata and she's also known as shri which means sort of like um auspiciousness she is the essence of shri so shri is really a hard term to translate but it's got this sense of beauty of grace of blessing to it and so it's said that she brings with her that energy. So if you work with the energy of Lakshmi, with that comes this energy of Sri. In one of the stories of Lakshmi, she comes rising up out of the sea of consciousness, in this great milky ocean of consciousness with all these gods and goddesses or gods and demons, you know, churning this great ocean, looking for the Amrita, which is the immortal nectar. And as she comes rising up with the Amrita, Right? She's just this beautiful sight of um, just pure beauty and abundance of um, that rasa, that nectar of immortality. She has that energy of sustaining. She has the energy of maintaining. She has the energy of um, fulfillment. Gratitude practices are a great way to work with the energy of Lakshmi because she doesn't stay where she's not respected or honored or nourished or cultivated. And so a way to work with um, Lakshmi and cultivate her energy is to have a gratitude practice, right? To recognize all the little things in our lives that we're grateful for. And that in turn brings more of that, right? When we start to stop and recognize these things that are so awesome about our life, even in the the ugly moments, sometimes we can find that that little sense of gratitude, like something that you're grateful for. Maybe it's just your inhale, your exhale. Um, Lakshmi will stay around, right? So she's got this energy of, um, of staying when she's honored, when she's respected, when she's cultivated. So if you don't have a gratitude practice, that's a, one of the first ways to really start working with this energy of Lakshmi of the sustaining, nourishing energy is by starting a gratitude practice. And that might be as simple as waking up each morning and writing down three things you're grateful for. And then looking throughout the day for your evening gratitudes. So In the evening, at the end of the day, writing three things that you're grateful for. So we're not only setting an intention of gratitude in the morning, but also having this recognition at the end of the day. And those are great ways to work with Lakshmi and to begin to work with Lakshmi. So to stand in Sri, this embodiment of Lakshmi, is to stand in our integrity and in the gift of grace that we're given in our own lives. And by grace, I mean this Shri energy, right? This really sweet, sustaining, beautiful energy that all human beings, all sentient beings are given is part of our birthright. And she also has a cleansing energy. And so I'm just going to quote um, Sally Kempton here. Um, Sally Kempton has this great um, book, Awakening the Goddess. I think that's what it's called. I would suggest that you read that if you're interested in any of this work, but she speaks to cleansing with Lakshmi and she says the memory of your hesitancies, mistaken choices, karmic impediments melt away in the cleansing stream of sacred light and water that Lakshmi brings. So as we visualize this work with Lakshmi, um, she's got this cleansing quality to her as well. Um, all those kind of mistaken choices that we've made, all those kind of things that we're wanting to let go of, she will help us let go of as well. One thing that's important with Lakshmi is to think about um, how she shows up. So she shows up as abundance in in whatever we value. So where you are showing what you value is important. What do I mean by that? So if I value time if that's my currency, she's going to show up as I start to really bring more awareness towards how I'm using time, how I'm scheduling myself. She might even have this energy of expanding time. So I might be in situations where I'm like, wow, this is like, I feel like I have lots of time here, even though I might've been in a similar situation before and I felt like I was in a rush. She cultivates whatever we value. So whatever we value shows up in the way we put our energy, our mental energy and our physical energy. So if I'm always thinking about certain things, that's what she's going to cultivate. Does that make sense? So this is a great time for us to really kind of hone in on the way our mind is working and what we're cultivating and how we use our energy mentally. So if you're always thinking these repetitive thoughts that are really destructive or um, in this sense of lack all the time so you're always talking about all these things that you don't have in your mind that's what she's going to cultivate so she'll, she'll cultivate these repeating patterns if that's what you're always bringing up for yourself so this is a great time to bring a little bit of reins in on your mind and maybe start to think of new patterns new thoughts And I love a couple quotes here from Marianne Williamson that really feel like they play into this energy of Lakshmi for me. One of them is, in the realm of spirit, there is infinite abundance. So in the energy world, there is infinite abundance. It's all there for us to just tune into, right, as Wayne Dyer would say. So having gratitude for what you have, and then cleaning up what needs to be cleaned up or cleared Right, so cleaning up your mental thoughts, clearing up some of your maybe stagnant energy around certain ideas or things will allow us to really want what we want, and we won't feel like we've got this weird story around it that's blocking us from really calling it in. Marianne Williamson also says that you know, our internal abundance is ultimately the source of our external abundance, which is totally true. Like, if you're feeling really dried up and lacking in your life in some ways. Um, it's hard to really have the world reflect, uh, back to us, uh, energy of abundance and fullness and sustenance and beauty if we're not feeling that internally. So it helps for sure to create a world around you that is beautiful because it will help you tune into the inner beauty, but it's not necessarily necessary. In fact, sometimes for more people, for a lot of people, it's more powerful to flip it and to really work on that sense of inner abundance, inner sustenance, feeling like they're enough, they have enough time, enough money, enough energy, enough, enough, enough in their inner world. And then their outer world can start to reflect that back to them. So if you tend to go one way or the other, probably flipping it a little bit, maybe if you're feeling like you always do the inner work, maybe creating a little altar space or a special space in your home or your home whole home. And really putting flowers out every day, dusting, cleaning, taking care of things, cultivating the energy of Lakshmi, really holding the space for her to show up. So that could be a really powerful practice for sure. So I'm just going to close here and leave you with a mantra that you can work with for Lakshmi. There's many of them, but my favorite is her, her main mantra, which is Om Shrim Maha Lakshmiye Namaha. And I will put that in the show notes for you. So we're really just calling in this energy of abundance, of sustenance. And you don't have to work with a physical form of Lakshmi. You can just work with her energetic imprint and allow that to kind of reflect in your life if that's of interest to you. So that mantra can be something that you call on throughout the day internally. You can say it out loud, you can write it out. There's lots of different ways to use mantra. Mantra is very vibrational, though, so I do um, I would love it if you experimented just with the sound vibration itself. And it's said that the mantras themselves carry the energy of Lakshmi. So it is said that her root mantra, Shrim, is in itself Lakshmi. So it has that energy. It's very potent. These are like seeds, these mantras. And I'll talk about mantra in the next podcast probably. Um, Their their mantras are seeds that bloom within. So the more we work with them, the more they will internally arise on their own and carry the energy through. So very powerful practice. I want to close with just a poem, a Rumi poem. Let the beauty of what you love be what you do. There are many ways to kneel and kiss the ground. So, I'm hoping that this helps you walk in beauty, walk in Shri, stand in Shri, in your beautiful light as you move through your world during the next few days. Thank you so much for taking this moment to hang out with me in our virtual studio here um, on the web. I can be reached at Emily at EmilyPerryYoga.com. You can also just head to emilyperryyoga.com and you can see more about what I have upcoming Um, this summer, especially in 2016. I have um, some trainings, immersions, some festivals I'll be teaching at, some travel workshops that I'll be um, heading to and a couple retreats. So feel free to head on over there, sign up for my email list emilyperryyoga.com. And you'll see that you'll get a free ebook. So there's actually a free book of a little sadhana practice that you'll get about cultivating your intuition when you sign up for my newsletter. So I hope to hear from you soon. Feel free to leave a a review on iTunes. Just if you like this podcast, or if you've gotten anything out of it, I would love to hear about it. And I'd also love to hear from you on Facebook, facebook.com slash emilyperryyoga. Thank you so much for chatting with me today